Every day on social media, we see people posting um, some ridiculous things, some funny things, some outlandish things, uh, sharing their opinions, sometimes deeply thought out, sometimes just off the top of their head. And you can see them unfold on social media constantly. Debates, discussions, angry insults, things flying around. What we never really take into consideration is the effects that that may have on other people and possibly even legal ramifications. This week, a New Zealand man was jailed for 21 months for sharing a video of the Christchurch mosque shooting. Philip Neville Arp sent the video to about 30 people after it was streamed live. This week, also in South Africa, a celebrity tweeted that she hated bipolar people. That quickly spiraled out of control and became a social media frenzy. The incidents are far removed, but they do raise important questions. Are we misusing social media? And do we understand the responsibility that come with that? To help us unpack this question, Brendan Peterson, tech journalist, joins us uh, in studio. Uh, Brendan, Brendan, welcome to uh, the Weekend Early Breakfast. How are you doing? I mean, it's early, so, you know, that's, that's all I think I need to say. Ah, please stop moaning. <laughs> you, you take journalists up all times in the, uh, all times of the night, all times of the morning, looking at what's happening around the world, Someone keeping your to. finger on the pulse. Uh, have you, have you been a tech journal for a while? Um, I've been doing this for almost 10 years now, actually. And, uh, over the past, well, since the, 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 the rise of, of social media and, um, smartphones and such. Have you found that what you are reporting on has shifted uh, quite a lot? Yeah, you know, in the beginning it was, when I sort of say hardcore tech, it was slightly more, you know, how to build your PC, you know, mm. what sort of chipsets. It was a niche market. And tech has become a lot more mainstream because of smartphones, because of social media. And now people are realizing, you know, there's a lot more to it. And it's not just that sort of super nerdy, super, super niche kind of thing. So, yeah, it's definitely shifted over the past decade. Because now everybody has technology yep. in the palm of their hands, in their back pocket. On their wrists, in their cars, at home, wherever you are. Yeah. Some people have it embedded under their skin. Which is slightly disturbing. <laughs> it's the future, man. It's the future. This uh, this morning that we're talking about um, an article just published uh, or a report from CNN at least we're all familiar with uh, the the Christchurch shooting um, that happened um, a couple of months ago. It's not even that long ago, and the shooter live streamed the shooting on social media uh, via Facebook, which is one of the most horrific things that had ever been done. But it it did it, and it because of how he how he was how he was sort of not just oh it was capturing it on a, on like a chest cam like a GoPro mm. it looked unreal yeah and it was only obviously once everything that had, had, had um, unfolded that people realized wait a minute this is not some sort of hoax or video or movie this is actually happening and then um, after that after that a gentleman by the name of Philip Neville Philip Neville Ops 44 year old um, then rebroadcasted the video mm. To a whole bunch of friends. And from that arise the court case. Um, Philip Neville Arps, 44 years old, was sentenced to 21 months in prison after pleading guilty for two charges of distributing objectionable material. Uh, that is offensible. That's a punishable offense in New Zealand, uh, which carries a possible prison sentence of 14 years. This gentleman was only sentenced to 21 and is on appeal now. What's, I mean, I mean, where do you, where, where do we even start in terms of as individuals, like we just said, we hold all technology in the palm of our hands. What is the first step to taking responsibility for what we are capable of doing with this? 
immense power. I mean, this is almost where I want to quote that, you know, Spider-Man quote. Yeah, exactly. Great power comes great responsibility. And it's actually quite apt in this situation because... You say it's quite apt. Apt. But, you know, we can go with app if you want to. We can, we can start a thing. <laughs> um, but it's, it's a bit of an interesting situation because a lot of it is really up to the individual to ultimately sort of treat people the way you would want to be treated. Mm. And a lot of the times what happens is because we have all of these mediums, so things like Medium or Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whatever the case might be, and, you know, someone's sort of been pushing my buttons for the last few weeks, few few months, Last day, few hours, whatever it might be, I get frustrated, go onto Twitter and be like, oh, you know, well, this person did this and that, and they're such a scoundrel, and they saw this and they saw that. You know, in the heat of the moment, yes, people do things like that. But the problem with things like that is you've now actually put it out in the public sphere, mm. and it's actually written down somewhere, and that now could actually become a case of defamation. So, you know, when you get to things like that, you know, we're seeing a big rise in sort of fake news. We're seeing a lot of... A lot of people sort of thinking that they are unaccountable. It's it's not even that. I'm trying to find a delicate way to say mm. this. Sort of, if you look at Donald Trump's America, for example, mm. you know, I think that's that's the perfect way to, to sort of look at this. Where people are now saying, oh, well, you know, actually, we don't like X, Y, and Z person because of, you know, skin color or gender or this or that or just because, literally just because, mm. and. You know, they feel like, well, other people have said it. Other people have tweeted it, have said it in comments, so we can get away with it. And you kind of need to just be, you know, hey, is this actually something I want to put out there? It's, it's also, I think, because of the the shift, because of that ease of access, you know, because of, um, like you said, that you know, we don't realize that what you put out there could be could be defamation. Yeah. But because of that ease of access and the 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 previous lack of legislation or uh, implemented law around social media, people don't didn't really get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I had this comparison in my head. It's like, uh, like big tobacco. Mm-hmm. You know, cigarettes were being sold. Everybody was smoking it. You'd smoke it around your children. Yeah. You'd smoke it in the house. You'd smoke in a plane. And then years later, we were like, wait a minute, this is actually killing people. Thing, yeah. This is actually a bad thing. We need, it needs to be regulated. You can't just do this. You can't just do that. And, and, what, and I make that comparison now because of the way that this guy in New Zealand was prosecuted. Yeah. He wasn't prosecuted on, uh, on a, on something regarding internet law. Mm. He was prosecuted on something, um, that falls under the New Zealand's Office of Film and Literature classifica- classified the video as objectionable, ob- objectionable, objectionable. Making it an offense to possess, share, or share or host it. So under New Zealand law, distributing objectionable material to another person carries a possible prison sentence of up to 14 years. So that law was yeah. taken from, um, from a different sphere and applied to uh, this particular instance. Mm. And I think that's also sort of the, the, the point, um, that we're unpacking here is that yeah. people don't realize you, they may say the internet and social media is not yet legislated, but there are laws that govern acts on social media. Yeah, and you know that whole argument of, oh, it's not regulated, you forget at the end of the day, you are still putting that, you know, it's written word, it's Mm. black and white, sort of on paper, if you will, and it's there for everyone to see. And it's not so much internet law, but, you know, it's, there are laws around this. Um, I, you know, a friend of mine who's at Network for Twitter, um, there's a piece up that he's got where we spoke to a guy at Abrams and Gross, which is one of the law firms here in Cape Town. 
Um, and, you know, there was this whole thing a few months ago about this British woman in Dubai who, you know, called out the ex-husband's new wife or whatever the case might be, saying she's this, she's that, she's that. Ended up in jail and everyone's like, wait, whoa, what's actually going on here? And when we spoke to, when we spoke to this lawyer, essentially what he said is any statement, whether it's true, whether it's false, if you put it out there with the sole purpose of hurting or harming someone's reputation, mm. it can be considered defamation. And if you do that, then, you know, you, um, you can actually be sued for, it's crimin, oh, I'm going to get this wrong. claims. Crimin injura or something yeah. like that is what, what he said. Um, but yeah, you can actually be sued. You can actually be taken to court for this. Exactly that. Yeah. And, and, I mean, we all, we all experts on technology, but not all of us are experts on the law. For our listeners that have just tuned in, this is the, the weekend early breakfast with myself, Mark Johnson. I'm in conversation with Brendan Peterson, tech journalist. And we're talking about the responsibility and possible legal ramifications about publishing things online or sharing things online and, um, how negligent, uh, we can, we can, we, we, we could be. With, with this power and especially people who have a good, got a great reach. You mentioned Donald Trump. Um, they are now, um, every second person's an influencer. They've got <laughs> tens of thousands of followers or they've got five followers and they still think they're an influencer, but they are influencing people. If you've ever experienced something like this, maybe you've received a message, uh, from a family friend or in a WhatsApp group or you saw something and you thought to yourself, well, this is actually, uh, questionable. Uh, call into studio, tell us, tell us about it or ask us questions. We've got a, a tech expert here that can guide us through it. Uh, the number is 021-446-0567. Uh, you can tweet us actually on, uh, on, 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 on Twitter at Cape Talk and of course on WhatsApp we are 072-567-1567 for your WhatsApp texts and voice notes. What were some of the other, other, um, legal discussions that you, that came out or points that came out when you were chatting to this, uh, this lawyer? Well, I, one thing he did say is that with these sort of cases, it's a very, very, very slim chance that someone's actually going to go to jail for, for this type of case. Um, usually what will happen is they're going to pay a fine. They're going to pay legal fees. Mm. So, you know, you can get some money out of them, which is, you know, not, now me saying to people, hey, go sue everyone who says things about you. Um, but you know, that's, that's sort of way it is going to end up. One of the sort of extreme cases was with Romeo and Basitano Kumalo. Um, was it last year? Mm. A few months ago last year, um, where someone on social media said, you know, oh, they done certain acts, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Basi and her husband were like, well, actually, this is a lie. It's defamation. You know, they, they took this guy to court. I don't actually know what the result of this was, but they were looking to have this guy sent to jail because, you know, it's defamation of character and they are well-known people. So, you know, th- there's a lot to consider. And if you're on the receiving end of this, I mean, there's so many different ways you can deal with this. One thing he said is ideally you want to try and resolve this out of court. Um, you know, you can try and approach the person directly, which, you know, depending on the scenario might not always be the safest thing to do. You know, if it's on social media, you can report it to the platforms. So Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, they all have means of reporting. And if they come back and say, you know, actually, we didn't find that this was against our guidelines or our rules, you can appeal that. Mm. So, you know, you do have other actions and courses to go before you go ahead and say, hey, I'm going to, you know, see this person in court because lawyers are expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just be honest. <laughs> they don't come cheap. I should have finished my qualification. <laughs> uh, the, the, you know, you, you, you mentioned defamation. There's obviously, um, a difference between 
say a service provider, yeah. like whether it's a, a cell phone service provider or it's a retail store and you go in there and you buy something, you get something, the service is terrible, your bank is giving you, you think you're giving your bank is giving you terrible service and you post that online of like, oh, this experience, you know, there's, there's, uh, is that not regarded as defamation or is that just the, the sort of the, the customer complaint, social media is also just the customer complaints board? You see, that's where it becomes a little bit more difficult because when it comes to social media and businesses, um, a lot of businesses use social media as means of customer service. And if a company, a business is not fulfilling their end of the deal, mm. well, that's a slightly different sort of situation. Um, you're not taking a person to court. You're not sort of taking a person to the court of public opinion saying this person X, Y, and Z. It's a business and you're saying, you know what, these people are actually rubbish because they didn't fill the end of the, bo- mm. of the bargain with Contractual the Contractual obligation. Exactly. So yeah. that's, that's a different situation. Mm. But if you're just going after, you know, I just say, ah, oh, I hate Cape Talk because. And I'll be like, you know, that that's one thing. But if I say I had someone specific at Cape Talk and then I mention you by name, well, that's a whole different situation all of a sudden. Mm, mm. It's a fine it's a fine line, though. It is. It is a very fine line. And I think that's also why, um, you know, you don't see a lot of people going to jail for this. You don't see yeah. a lot of cases. But it's not really... It's not really um, criminal cases they like like you said criminal that they, they they delictual things they they personal cases yeah and that's 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 the problem you know it, it also takes a while once yeah. you take it to court if you actually win this case you know how long before actually yeah. you actually see that money before you see those costs being paid all of these yeah. things so you don't see a lot of it because it's literally just a lot of hassle but you do see it you do see it in cases where just like in in New Zealand there mm. was a law they, like I said earlier, they based the charge on a law that existed in New Zealand's thing. And just like the, the, um, Katsavellas dude or the, what's the, the woman that, the blades that went to court, like, you know, it's not even worth mentioning. That went to court for using the K word 48, 49 times. Um, I don't think, I don't, I don't think her name is worth mentioning. That, she, she committed what was regarded as a crime. Mm. But then again, also, that was just caught on a phone. It's not in front of police. It's not like she, she distributed it. Um, but they are still, it's still in question whether the Katsavellas dude should be charged yeah. for that. Because if you're actually, what you are um, uh, broadcasting is actually sits in law somewhere as criminal, then it becomes a criminal charge. And then yeah. it becomes, you know, uh, the, the, the state or the local authority start looking into it. Well, one thing this, this lawyer actually also said, you know, uh, in sort of these situations and matters where they blame matters, you know, it doesn't matter whether you made the statement in person, whether you did it in writing, mm. an email, WhatsApp, you know, whatever it might be. So long as that statement is published, in other words, you know, the words are uttered, mm. it can be considered defamatory. And the other thing he said is you can also be charged with slander if you share something defamatory that's something else that's somebody on else social shared. media. So, you know, it's it's another thing to consider. You can be, well, I didn't say it. Well, you shared it. You distributed that content still. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's still illegal. And social media networks are being taken to task around the world because, yes, you're saying, you know, in New Zealand there was a law, but these laws differ from country to country. And in the U.S., for example, from state to state, you know, because each state can determine certain things for themselves. And really now what's happening is you're seeing companies um, – businesses, governments turning to to these platforms, to Facebook, to Twitter, to say, you've got this much power, you've actually got to do something about restricting these defamatory things that people are saying. The argument that these networks are then pushing out there is saying, well, freedom of speech. You know, we can't limit what someone says, whether it's 
it's incorrect, whether it's true, whether it's factual, whether it's not. You know, we can't say, hey, you can't say this because then we're controlling free speech. And that's also illegal. So it's it's a far more complicated situation than people think. But it's, it's you know, freedom of speech under the the Bill of Rights, everything, all the Bill of Rights, all the bills under the Bill of Rights, all the laws under the Bill of Rights uh, are paramount and must be upheld insofar yeah. as they do not infringe, infringe upon da, 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 another person's well-being, health. You know, but you see that argument of infringing of, on someone's well-being or health, again, you don't know, for example, what might, set me off. Mm. So you could tweet something and I could look at this tweet and be like, how dare you? This actually offends me. And to you, it was the most innocent thing. This actually happened to a friend of mine. Works in social media. She's actually, um, has a company that deals with influencers, you know, that you mentioned earlier. Um, has been working in marketing and PR for her entire life. And everyone who's worked with her has hailed as sort of one of the best people to work with. And she one day just tweeted something and someone's like, oh, so now you're being ageist. Now you're being this. Now you're being that. And she said, no, you know, this was a comment about myself that someone said, and I just thought it was funny, so I shared it. And this woman is like, well, how dare you because, you know, you're now saying this. You And she didn't say that, but this was so offensive to her. You know, she could have claimed that this is actually infringing on my mental well-being, on my this, on my that. And it's, you know, spreading a case of something else. And it became a whole big thing. And people were like, what just happened? Yeah. So, you know, from that perspective, it's also a little bit of a tricky situation. The, we... We as sort of everyday people, you know, who just go about our business, you know, posting family pictures yeah. and our holiday trips and of our cute babies and cat stories. Um, you know, like you said, that there might come a weird situation where just by chance you write something that would offend somebody yeah. or you, you dress your cat up in a <laughs> Christmas outfit and somebody accuses, accuses you of cruelty to animals, yeah. which is not true because actually the cutest thing ever. Um, but then, you know, certain people are, are held to a higher standard. Yeah. Professionals in certain fields are held to a higher standard. So when somebody, for instance, uh, becomes what is referred to as an influencer mm. and gains traction and loads of followers and they start publishing um, misinformation or random opinions, I'm holding something in my hand here, um, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a tweet, yeah, it's a tweet. Uh, it says, I hate bipolar people. Yes. You can't always switch up Choose your vibes and be about them. Now, that to me is a load of rubbish. <laughs> because it's obviously, it comes across as either Trump or somebody who's trying to throw in some shock factor or like, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Or they just have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. At all. And it's, it's, I mean, I, I actually saw that tweet, but was it yesterday, day before, um, last two, three days? I also saw a tweet where a woman tweeted out, you know, that she, you know, nearly got kidnapped. You know, this is what's going on. And I, I saw someone respond by saying, literally saying, why aren't you giving us more information? And he was demanding this information and ended up by saying, you're probably just looking for attention. And I looked at this and I was just like, this is not, you know, you might be wanting more information. Fine. I understand that. There are ways you can, you can say things. There are way more tactful things you can say. There are, you know, there's so many different ways you can say something instead of sort of shock factor and just sort of putting it out there. You've got to have a bit of a filter and stop and think for a second and be like, hey, actually, would I want someone to say this to me in this situation is really the way I look at it. I used to, uh, when I was younger and like all these things just started like um, Twitter and Facebook, I'd, I'd be at home. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be out and about. I'd be at home bored and I'd start like drunk tweeting and <laughs> 
drunk replying to take the internet away from you. Drunk replying to uh, to like Facebook posts. Oh no! Just, just, what is such a horrible, horrible <laughs> idea? And then at some point, I was like, at some point, I was like, wait, you don't, no, no, don't. And now I just, now I just, I hardly ever, <laughs> I hardly ever retweet, reply to huh? things on on Facebook ever. I'm just like. Mm. I'm not even gonna. I'm just gonna, leave, I'm just gonna leave it there. I'm just gonna like or heart or laugh, and I'm not gonna carry on. Uh, <laughs> because there are some things on social media that that people are debating and arguing about, and I read some of these threads and I think to myself, "You guys have a lot of free time. I don't. I don't have the. I've got other things to do." I had exactly that same thought the other day because I went on Facebook, which is always a mistake, and I saw an article where people were like. Ah, is Taylor Swift just trying to pander to a certain community with the song releasing at this and the comments? And I just sat, I'm like, do people not have work? <laughs> do you not have something else to do in your life but sit here and debate whether, you know, what Taylor Swift has done is good or bad? Leave the woman alone. It has nothing to do with yeah, you. Exactly, man. Like, whether you say X, Y, or Z, she's making her money. So just like, it makes no difference. We need to, we need, we're running out of time, but just to, just in terms of, uh, of wrapping up, what do you, if you could give advice to, Either the everyday person, the influencer. Now people are seeing things mm. on social media. Um, or they want to share it, or they want to write something. What's what's is there like a general rule, or like a top top three things you should consider? <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I mean that that would usually be what I would say. But you know, when it comes to sort of having sway with the public, so you know any sort of influence, the big thing that people always say is you know be authentic. But what I keep saying to people is. Be authentic within the frames of, as I've been saying so many times, say, don't say anything that you wouldn't want anyone to say to you. Ultimately is the way I look at it. Because, you know, you could say anything, like you said, dress my cat up in a Christmas outfit and someone could be offended. You know, all you do then is just, you can either choose to address that issue and say, you know, listen, I'm sorry, this offended you, X, Y, and Z, this is actually what the intention was. Leave it there, don't, you know, and then don't engage further or just don't engage at all. But when it comes to posting things, always just sort of look at it with a filter of, you know, there's a meme that goes around and says, you know, if you had to tweet this or WhatsApp this to someone, think of how it would look in a, in a screenshot. Because that screenshot's going to be shared by other people. Yeah. That's probably the best advice. Yeah. <laughs> the internet lasts forever. Yep. The internet. Um, Brendan, thank you very much for taking some time out to chat to us. Super cool. I'm glad. I'm glad you, uh, you stopped by. <laughs> <laughs> you must have a great weekend further. Yeah, and I'm going to stay off the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. Take care. <laughs>